Everything was dirty and old. Mikey had shut her in the shed the weekend before and whispered through the door about spiders and earwigs, and then he had run away and left her. She had trodden on a snail by mistake and squashed it, and she had had to bang on the door until Amanda heard her and let her out. Her father had made Mikey apologise, and he had said he was sorry, but Rosalind knew that he hadn't meant it. So when her mother shifted her onto one hip to wrench at the shed door, Rosalind began to struggle in earnest. No! Boo, please, I want you to stay here and be very quiet. Where's Daddy? she whimpered. I'm going to get Daddy now. And Emily and Amanda. And Mikey. He was mean to her, but he was her brother. It was too dark to see her mother's expression, but she felt her flinch as she lowered Rosalind to the floor and tried to loosen her daughter's grip on her neck. I'll find Mikey too, she said after a moment. But first, you have to stay here. You mustn't follow me back to the house. Do you understand? Rosalind didn't. She didn't understand what was happening, but she nodded her head miserably because she knew that was what her mother wanted her to do. You must promise me. Her mother's voice wavered with desperation and she kept looking over her shoulder through the shed door to the house where a strange orange light was flickering in the bedroom windows. Look at me, boo! She took Rosalind's face between her hands and made her look into her eyes. Even in the darkness, Rosalind could see the intensity of her mother's expression, so fierce and so frightening that she tried to squirm away but her mother wouldn't let her go. Look at me! she commanded again. You know what a promise is. This time Rosalind's nod was more certain. Daddy told me. It means you do what you say you're going to do, doesn't it? And you must never, ever break a promise or something terrible will happen. I want you to promise to stay here in the shed and be as quiet as a mouse. And don't come out until I come and get you. There's spiders in there big as saucers and beetles and earwigs. Rosalind could still hear Mikey whispering through the door, the way he had sniggered, as if he was glad she was frightened. Her lower lip trembled. I don't want to, she said, trying to cling to her mother. I want to go with you. Promise, her mother shouted, and Rosalind shrank back, appalled by her anger. Her mother never raised her voice, she was gentle and kind. She didn't shout or scold. Rosalind didn't want her to be cross with her. Promise you'll stay very quiet and you won't open the door. I, I, I promise, she whispered tearfully. Good girl. She was rewarded with a hug so tight it hurt. See, I brought a blanket for you. She pulled the rug from Rosalind's bed off her shoulder and shook it onto the dirty shed floor, over the dust and the dried snail shells and grass cuttings and dead earwigs and all the things Rosalind didn't want to see. And here's Pook. Pook was a toy dog that had been Rosalind's constant companion since she was a baby. Mikey had pulled off his eyes and he had been sucked and crushed and washed until he barely looked like a dog anymore but Rosalind couldn't sleep without him.
She clutched at him for comfort and buried her face in his soft fur. Be a brave girl for Pook, her mother said, her own voice unsteady. You know he doesn't like you to cry? She touched Rosalind's hair. I'll come back as soon as I can. All right? Unable to speak, Rosalind nodded wordlessly into Pook's head, and after a moment's hesitation, her mother drew a ragged breath. Remember your promise, she said, and turned away, only to slump in exhaustion as she saw the orange light spreading gleefully from window to window upstairs. Oh, God! Oh, God, Mikey, what have you done? she whispered. Pushing herself upright with an effort of will so great that even Rosalind could see it, she pushed the door of the shed closed behind her and stumbled back up the garden towards the burning house.